Hello everyone, it's Tom McVeigh here again with the 7 Minute Wisdom. Hi, I'm Mark Westcott and Tom, great to be here again. Today our topic is one of my favourite topics and that is the deferral dilemma. This is uh, the enigma of my whole life in regard to why people procrastinate in regard to, uh, to getting their estate and their succession planning done. Procrastination and perfectionism, perfectionism Tom, are really two sides of the, the same coin. Uh, Procrastination is where you just keep putting things off and perfectionism is you're not going to take action until you know you're going to get a 100% result. And as you know in life, that's really, really going to happen. So, you know, so many times we've seen clients uh, just just carrying on and they continue to put everything off in regard to getting this sorted and they, they come up with great excuses like, oh, I'm just in the process of buying a new business, so I'll wait till the... Uh, I've purchased the business or the house or, or I'll wait till the kids have left school or I'll wait till Johnny gets married and uh, i wait till the new business partners come in and, and so on. And, and tragically what happens, and we talked about this in our book, Tom, Estate Planning Hits and Misses, is that there's a tragically people just die at the most inappropriate times and uh, no one knows when it's going to happen. And so many times uh, people who just keep deferring and deferring and um, and putting things off, uh, something goes wrong and it's and it's too late. And for very little money and very little time, all those problems could have been averted. Mark, um, very interesting. You, we, we're talking about this today. It was only yesterday I was reading uh, some cases as a lawyer. Occasionally, I read a case, and uh, these. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm sure you are. But these cases are revolved around unsigned wills, so that the client had. In act, uh, instructed the lawyer to prepare a will, and there was a time gap between signing it and, uh, sorry, preparing it and signing it. And one case was the client went into the shower uh, and passed away in the shower. So the, the lawyer was in the room waiting to sign up, and there was a heart attack or something, and passed away in the shower. Uh, another one was where they, the lawyer got the instructions on a Friday and the client was to come in on the Monday, and the client passed away on the weekend. So the point is, no one knows typically, unless you've been told that you're terminally ill, when it might happen. So a uh, very topical uh, little point is this uh, not knowing when it happens. So procrastination, a real issue. Yeah, at last count, I think, Tom, 99% of people don't know when they're going to die. That's about right, I would so, say. So, uh, it's an interesting statistic. Um, you raise an interesting issue there, Tom, in regard to uh, procrastination and so on, and the fact that, that uh, I think you've seen in experiences with me where we've done some work together, you've, you've seen people just about to get up and walk out of the room, and I've said, no, 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 you're not leaving the room. And even with, you've had, remember, you've had draft wills out on the table, and I've yep. asked them to sign something so that if they don't make it back between now and when you do the final will, that they've got something in place, yep. even if it's 80% right. Yeah, and I think that's the point. I think what people should appreciate or at least consider is what, what they have in place now is absolutely wrong, typically. Right? So uh, even if we haven't sort of finalised the, the, the last little nitty-gritty part of uh, an updated uh, state plan, it's going to be 80% or 90% right. But typically what they'll have when they walk in the door will be 10% right. So. Mm. 80% is a lot better than 10. That's right. Well, the statistic also, speaking of boring people with statistics, 95% of the population have an out-of-date, inadequate or inappropriate or non-existent will. 
So it's only really 5% of the population that are actually in a good spot at this time. So it just shows how high a level of procrastination there is. And sadly, uh, you know, many people have heard of uh, the story of my mate Brian, who tragically died in a plane crash. And, uh, you know, that was uh, which really just brought home to me the number of times I'd asked him to do something about getting his estate planning and so on done, and he kept putting me off. And, uh, and that's why I've kind of devoted the rest of my life and certainly the next 25 years to uh, making sure that every person I possibly can uh, help take action is going to move towards getting this done. Tom, when's the, when's the best time to actually do your estate plan and, and why? Um, I, I suppose it's probably, well, you should always have a, 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 an estate plan. That's the first lot of people. And I, I don't know the statistics, sadly, Mark, but uh, there's a significant number of people who die without a will at all. Uh, and uh, typically their estates are not going to be dealt with anywhere like what they'd like. So, so one, you should have it. I think the second thing then is how often you should review it. And my rule of thumb is four years um, is, is probably the uh, appropriate time, although some estate plans may have to be reviewed on a yearly basis. Mm. And even though your intent may not change every four years, what you find is that your circumstances will have. Your superannuation may have changed, you may have bought another property, uh, or you uh, just need to update the uh, update the the documents because uh, the documents change as a result of changes to the law and so on. So, sure. so have one in place is the first thing. That's the the uh, major uh, hurdle and then review it, I'd say, about every four years. Or if you get remarried in the meantime. There's a lot of things that can happen. <laughs> That's right. Tom, if, and, and that raises another issue, if, if people are waiting on a specific event like a marriage, buying a business and so on, what can they do now? Because this, this happens often, people say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to wait till this happens. What can they do now in uh, anticipation of a big event? Uh, well, I, I, again, as you mentioned at the opening here, we, we do want to have something in place. Uh, do the 80% thing, or you can you can make a provision in the will that it's in contemplation of a marriage. It, it only operates if the marriage occurs, for instance. But uh, my experience in the, in the matters that you and I have done is that when we do come back in three months' time to update the will, it's a very simple uh, minor change. So from a cost point of view, it's not going to make any difference. Yeah. The important thing is get it done. Get it done. Get it done now and eliminate the deferral dilemma and procrastination. Tom, thanks for your time. Great talking with you and look forward to our next session. Thank you, Mark.